You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. I am joined by Emily Callahan today, the ALSAC Chief Marketing and Experience Officer. That's my introduction for you. And now I'm going to ask you, uh, who are you and what do you do at St. Jude? Ah, uh, well, hey, uh, Professor, it's great to chat with you today. <laughs> uh, we can call you Ben from now on since we're on a first name basis and I'll drop the formal titles. You've told everybody my title. That's indeed what I get to do at St. Jude um, Children's Research Hospital for ALSAC, which is the fundraising and awareness organization for St. Jude. But really what I am here today is I'm here uh, as a fangirl of the gaming community and of you and what everybody is gearing up to do um, because what you all are gathering to do makes this mission possible. And so I'm here in a spirit of gratitude and thankfulness and as the fangirl for all of you all. Well, that is, uh, I can tell you that we're all honored by that because we love we love working with you all. Um, we've, we've been working, uh, GCX and, and St. Jude have been working together for five or almost six years now. Uh, and in all of our different iterations and format, uh, we've raised about $15 million for St. Jude. Uh, are there anything, uh, is there anything there that you'd like to specifically highlight, uh, across that time period work that you've been doing in the hospital over the past five years that, that these funds have empowered? Yeah. So can we just pause for a second and say $15 million <laughs> in five years. I mean, that's, can we just celebrate? I hope there's like a sound effect that somebody's going to share behind the scenes. It's extraordinary. And so, you know, at St. Jude, we're leading the way the world understands, treats and defeats childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. And I, I want to put that five years in context because you all came to support us and gathered as a community worldwide at such a critical time. At the time, we were just starting what was our largest ever strategic investment. It was a $7 billion strategic plan. And I want you to know the difference mm. that some of that 15 million has made as part of that plan. We were able to dramatically increase the number of patients that come to St. Jude to be treated around the world. And I, hopefully you all know this, that at St. Jude, no family ever receives a bill. Because you give, we can pay for treatment and travel and housing and food. We also announced the St. Jude Global Alliance, which I just heard this morning has over 100 partners across the world working to increase survival rates in places where, quite frankly, cancer is still a death sentence. So we can talk a little bit about that. Mm. And then every morning I come to campus and I go to my office and I see about to open and coming out of the ground the Advanced Research Center. This is a $412 million research center that hopefully is where we're going to discover the next cures and then be able to deliver those out to the world. But we need your help now more than ever because we don't do anything small at St. Jude, just like you all don't do anything small, right? You start in a restaurant. Now you're this giant event. We just announced an <laughs> 11. Space. Yeah, it's, we're space. <laughs> all we're going space. to space too, which we can talk about, but we just yeah. announced an $11.5 billion strategic plan. It's the largest plan in our history. Wow. And we can do that, quite frankly, because of the confidence we have in all of you all being part of our family and supporting us. Well, that is... That is a big responsibility, gamers. Everybody who's listening, did you? The, they trust us, uh, so, so we need to make sure that that trust is not misplaced. Uh, so you brought up a you brought up a couple of things uh, that I that I really really love about St. Jude, and actually, you know, our, I like to tell the, our our St. Jude story at Rare Drop is is getting to know kind of very intimately all of the things that you do at St. Jude. Um, every year we, you know, as we work together, there's new research, there's new things that are highlighted. 
um, you pointed out that no family ever receives a, a bill from St. Jude. And, and that was like the door opener for us. We were, that's like, we were like, oh my gosh, uh, that's incredible. Like, that's the kind of thing because the internet can be cynical. Uh, that's the kind of thing that we were like, we need, we want some, we want something that's just so high above bar that it represents like almost an idealistic quality of commitment to a goal. And, and that, that has always been so incredibly impressive to me. Um, but alongside that, um, you are sharing all of your research freely. And I get asked, I think the, as our story at Rare Drop has gone and GCX has gone with St. Jude, I get asked this question more often because it's something I'm passionate about is research. And the fact that all of your research is published for free. Uh, what, like, what is the catch there? Like, how does that, uh, that's what I get asked all the time. How is that even possible? Yeah. Well, first of all, now I get why you are called the professor. So that's good. Now I get it. But let's back up for a second. Even in the no bill, you're right. There's no business model on the planet that, that has that. So I don't want to underestimate the power of that because in our view, that's how healthcare should be. You take the economics out of it, right? It's, it's available for all. There's, there's equity in that. That's part of our DNA story, which is so timely for the conversations we're having in the world today. And then, yeah, in that same inclusive mindset, we, we don't have the corner on all, all the answers, right? It, it, taste collaboration working together. So from day one, just as we've opened our doors to all, we freely share our research. So, hey, look, we have intellectual property. Every, every organization and group does. But our philosophy is that if we hold the knowledge, then we're not fulfilling our mission, right? We're not empowering doctors and scientists to build upon that, to save more children worldwide. That was Danny Thomas's vision when he started St. Jude, that no child should die in the dawn of life. So we do, we freely share the research with the scientific world so we can advance those cures. So a great example of that is the St. Jude cloud. We talk all about the stuff in cloud computing. It's the same for us. We have mm. so much data. So being able to upload that, for example, when we mapped the, the genome, so we have all these cancerous tumors samples we've collected over the years so many enriched answers coming from that that is rewriting the textbooks and how you treat childhood cancer so we're uploading that data sharing that freely so that again people can build upon those discoveries and that's how we make progress together which i think is perfectly reflective of your community right this isn't one person this is a whole community coming together to say we're higher minded we have an ideal of a world that should be better and you're using your passions and your professions to do that so there's not a catch we, we share, we talk about it, um, and we believe in that, and we are best by collaborations, just like this one. It's the same for researchers and doctors um, everywhere. And that, that, that was what blew me away the first time I visited, and we, we went into the, the research wing with all of the flags hanging, yeah. uh, you know, one for every country that a, a researcher who's working there is from, and there's so many uh, hanging in that, in that atrium, and, uh, and it, it really brought to mind the the reality that the mission that saint jude has taken upon itself really is an international mission For the sure. the uh, as i mentioned earlier the almost idealistic commitment to all of these goals includes uh worldwide efforts uh right. that you are now engaged with so could you talk a little bit about what saint jude is doing internationally because just like we are all working together as a community we recognized online you know the internet is international. Right. <laughs> you can get anywhere from anywhere on the internet. So, so what kind of work is St. Jude doing uh, for the international community? 
I'm so honored to answer this question. It's a huge passion point of mine, and it's actually one of the teams I lead for ALSAC. So you're right. We can joke and say the internet knows no boundaries, but cancer doesn't either. Um, and so, you know, look here in the United States, we've made tremendous progress. And this is really thanks to you all giving to St. Jude, the work we've done, and then sharing that out with others. So, you know, in the United States, cancer is still the leading cause of death by disease in U.S. children. We've made great progress. So one in five children still die from their disease. Um, but globally, particularly in low and middle income countries, it's a death sentence. Four out of five children are going to die and die quickly and often painfully. And that's not acceptable to us. So we've been working globally for, for two decades, um, but we brought back a really amazing rock star of a doctor and a researcher um, who trained at St. Jude, popped off to Harvard, came back. And as I mentioned, because of the work we've been doing together in the last five years, we launched the St. Jude Global Alliance. So we work in partnership with hospitals and clinics and foundations all across the world to see if we can try to tackle this problem together. And in the time we've been partnering, we announced a powerful partnership with the World Health Organization. So our goal is to raise the overall survival rate for pediatric cancer for those six most common forms of childhood cancer from 20% today, so really a death sentence, to 60% by 2030. So I meant it when I said, hey, we've done a lot and 15 million is powerful. And I can assure you there's been tremendous impact, but I want you to get excited for what's ahead and know we still need your help. So we've got big, bold goals of the World Health Organization. We're exploring new partnership ideas with them to actually deliver drugs um, in a more equitable way and powerful way globally. So there's a ton going on around the world, but that's the beauty of St. Jude, just like you all. You bring people together that you know may not politically align and they have countries that don't speak together but gaming brings them together. It's equally passionate for this mission of St. Jude. So we convene countries together and governments and organizations and hospitals and clinics and foundations all around that same idea that no child should die in the dawn of life anywhere. So a lot more work to do. I'm excited what's ahead and we've got some bold goals we need to do by 2030. So want to do them together? Yes, I think uh, I like uh, I like big goals. I've uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of big goals. The the it's always astonishing to me uh, every time I speak to somebody from St. Jude, there's a different passion point and it illustrates uh, again, like the intentional deep focus that, that St. Jude has on every aspect of life, whether we're talking about patient care, which is still astonishing to me, um, or, or we're talking about research. Every single one of those things is, is touched by that, that focus. So I am, I'm always curious to ask this question. Okay. Right. But gaming has become a focus for for not just fundraising, but it's be, become a treatment modality uh, for certain types of diseases for, uh, you know, uh, people who are uh, not neurotypical like myself, uh, who, who, you know, I can get a prescription video game now. Gaming is is becoming a very unique uh, and dynamic way to approach treatment. So I'm I'm curious about two things. One, obviously, I'd, I'd love to know what St. Jude's you know, near-term plans are for the gaming space and things like that. But overall, I, I'm really curious, does St. Jude have an approach and, and how are you looking at gaming as a, a thing to use in the hospital as part of treatment? Mm, those are great questions. So let's pause for just a second. On, and I want to I wanna underscore a point you made, Ben, about the power of gaming. And that's what we've seen in the last five years of our partnership, right? It's the power of people coming together. You've seen people take this from a 
a, a personal passion point to creating careers out of this. And then I think it's powerful. Like we're an example, the work we've done at St. Jude, what y'all collectively raised of the power of this community. And then to your point, it's going far beyond. There are careers built off of gaming. We have an entire division here that thinks about this and the potential of how we maximize the community together. We're taking it into spaces as a way to connect. There's a gamification of all things, right? Companies are mm. thinking about that all over the space and place. So I think the easiest way I know how to illustrate it in, is the power of what I see here. It's, it's not only something that we can use to educate and inform and, and then think about ways to gamify what we do, but I don't ever want to lose the power of what it's like just to sit down and play a game. And you know this, so many yeah. of our patients, they're not defined by their disease, but the disease can be hard. It can be painful. The treatment can be difficult. And you see them light up when they just, whether it's in their patient room or in one of our four housing facilities, just get to sit and play games. And that's another way for them to stay connected in community when they can often be isolated here. You've seen what happens when you all come. It's like massive celebrity, right? Their yeah. faces <laughs> light up. But look, when I throw out all these big things or we talk about cancer or the, the, the $11 billion plan, the main thing I want those of you watching here today is to remember that these are kids just like yours, the kids in your family, that this is family just like it is for you all. And so just as much as this community is meant to you, it means to us in terms of giving our patient family something to do for fun, a place of connection, powerful funds raised, and makes them not feel alone. They know your community's behind them. And then there's infinite possibilities, I think, for what we can do, not only in fundraising and marketing and science and technology. I think we've only scratched the surface on the power of gaming as a country and a world. I would completely agree with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think everybody loves games and and uh, the and the stories that we get to tell. I think that yeah. that's that's the to me uh, what I've seen from streaming and creating content for so long is realizing the the embodying power that games can bring to people, uh, especially when you don't feel strong yourself um you know games have been have been something in my life that have helped me get through some of my darkest times because it gives me a place to go where i feel like you know i have control or a place where i can go and just relax and not think about everything because of those are both things that are my needs and it's been it's been so incredible to me to see how saint jude has just embraced everything about gaming uh, from, uh, from even from when we first showed up, uh, I don't know if you know this story or not, but it feels like a good, a good point to, to tell it. Our first year we fundraised for you. I actually, we didn't talk to you at all. I just pulled your PayPal link from your, your, uh, front page and it took, I put it into stream elements and that's what was our donation button the first year. And, uh, it wasn't until Thursday that Zach tracked us down and he was like, Hey, uh, you know, like we like working with people, right? <laughs> Uh, and and like uh you know he's like we are like we would love to to help help you and help out and i was just so blown away because i had been uh you know my my entire experience as a gamer is your hobby's not important to us and then to have somebody as i mean to have a giant organization as well respected and tenured as saint jude have a dedicated gaming person reach out and say hey like i wish you would have reached out this year um, but let's talk about next year blew my mind. Uh, it, it was, it was, it was absolutely incredible. Um, that, that, that intention was still there even so early on when everyone else was still kind of looking at us, uh, sideways. 
Um, Can I tell you my story in reverse of that? Same thing. So first of all, that's the power of the mission. So my job is to help steward the St. Jude brand. It's the greatest Mm -hmm. professional um, joy of my life to get to do this. And so that's the power of it. If we're doing our jobs right, it's that you felt like, hey, no problem. I can go out there and I can raise money and make a difference. You felt like the brand was your own, even without an official partnership. Mm -hmm. But I vividly remember the day that that same guy, Zach, came into my office as the CMO <laughs> and said, hey, look, you need to know about the power of this community and its potential and its reach. And he built one heck of a business case and said, this is the power. This is the reach. This is how it's bigger than sports. And here's so much more we can do with that. I said, we're sold, build a business case. He got in front of the CEO. And I told you, right, we, you are our heroes here. We talk all the time as an executive team, even with our board about what this community has done and how much more we can do together. So let's, let's go do it together this week. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we're, we've talked for a little while. We're going to wrap it up. Um, if there's anybody that's out there that that's watching and you could say something to them that, you know, you think like, this is the thing for you that, that always inspires you to give each year. Uh, what would you, what would you say? Hmm. Um, yeah, really easy question for somebody who's so deeply involved. I'm sure pick one no, of the million okay. things. <laughs> I could, I could tell you, I could tell you a million stories. I could tell you my whys. I could tell you about the pictures I keep above my desk about patients who've gone on, but this is the thing that I think is um, St. Jude's about a fundamental truth that every single one of you watching today, I bet believe just like I do, which is that kids should have a chance to grow up. Mm -hmm. Kids should have a chance to grow up. And then the second thing is, I want you to know that you have power to make a difference in that. We talk big numbers, but our founder had a really beautiful saying when he started, Danny Thomas. He said, I'd rather have a dollar from a million people than a million from one. And that's how this place has been built. We took what was a death sentence for kids and we're saving their lives. And we have passion and energy and belief that we can make the boldest commitment in our history because of each of you watching today. So I don't care if you give five cents. I don't care if you give a dollar. I don't care if you don't give anything and just go tell others about it. It matters. This is the greatest, I think, reflection of humanity is what we have done together that's now embodied in St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So let's do it. Let's give all kids a chance to grow up your work this week and your commitment to sharing the story and giving matters. That's what I would say. Incredible. (laughs) Wow. Um, I'm floored. What an answer. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm... Uh, you know, from from me and everybody at GCX for for taking some time to sit down and talk to us about, uh, you know, the the incredible commitment and mission that that St. Jude has, and and thank you for for expressing your gratitude for for all of the uh, the work that we're doing. Uh, it certainly gives me butterflies in my stomach, so I'm sure that everyone else is is equivalently happy. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that would uh, that'll be that'll be it. Yeah. It was my honor. I, uh, it was my honor. I'm, what y'all have built is incredible. And I'm glad we're about to follow and you're going to hear firsthand what the work means, I think, in getting talked to a pretty remarkable person that I have the privilege of calling colleague and friend. So I'm yeah, <laughs> this is a this is an intense week for me. I'm I'm really uh, I'm I'm really, really grateful that that you and everybody have have just given us so much of your time this year uh, to to because I, I can't express how, how deeply impactful when it is when somebody from St. Jude, somebody who is 
you know, a very visible figure who has a C-suite title or anybody who comes and talks, they, it really transcends all of that doubt that they have built into their head, you know, yeah. that, that it can't possibly be this good. Um, but hearing you speak about it, uh, it's just such a great reminder because I say it to them all the time, right? <laughs> but, you know, you know hearing, hearing it uh, from others is just so deeply impactful. So you know, thank you. I can't wait to get y'all back here so you can see. Um, but <laughs> oh, that's the point. Excited. Like this place doesn't exist without you all and what you're doing. And we just know that we are cheerleading right alongside you to watch what you have built from this tiny event to this global powerhouse and all the creativity and ingenuity you've applied to keeping people connected. And then there are... Mi- I probably are getting close to saying millions of people who've learned about the St. Jude mission because of the gaming community that wouldn't otherwise know. That's the only way we continue to exist and grow. So yes, pat yourselves on the back and know that we couldn't do it without you. And again, I started by saying I'm a fangirl. So I'll close by saying I'm a total fangirl. I'm excited. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I am uh, Ben Bowman, the charity director here at GCX. And today I am joined by Miguel. Miguel, I am incredibly grateful to talk to you today uh, because you've experienced the mission of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital firsthand. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how your journey at St. Jude started? Yeah, uh, thank you so much for having me, Ben. Um, and hello to the entire community. What's up? Uh, I'm originally from the Dominican Republic. If you have my picked up in my slight accent. Um, so not being not being from here, you probably wonder how do we get here? Well, is because of St. Jude. I, I was diagnosed with cancer when I was 17 years old. There was no treatment available in my home country, the Dominican Republic. And so after flying here to the United States and looking for many places to get the treatment that I needed, none of them could provide it or we couldn't afford it. Uh, at some point, we were being charged half a million dollars uh, before the treatment started. And, and so, we, I mean, not having the money and having insurance here. And then finally, we got to send you. And there it was like, oh, don't worry about bills. We're going to take care of you. We're going to give you the surgery that you need to cure you from the type of cancer you have, which was a bone cancer. And uh, thanks to that, I was able to go on remission, which means cancer free. That is, that is an incredible story. Um, I'm, I, uh, I talk all the time when we're when we're educating people about St. Jude about how their, you know, their mission reaches like much farther than just their own backyard, right? They're 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 not just treating people within a fifty mile radius of the hospital. Right. It's it's folks all over the world. Yes, um, and I have met I have met people from all over the world, Ben. Like from my time being at St. Jude, and and I have had friends from all over the world. And and really, St. Jude is not a mission that is secluded to only the Memphis area where it is located is a mission that reaches all over the world. And we like to say that even though St. Jude is not in your community, our research is because truly the research done at St. Jude saved thousands of, saved thousands of lives around the world. Uh, can speak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's true. You know, the, the distribution of research that you all do is something that is a huge passion point for me. I always the first time we went to the hospital, that was what really got me excited. Mm-hmm. I would, they were like, "This, the, everybody here leaves their research unlocked and they, they publish it and all this other stuff. And I had a little bit of an academic background in my past. And I just thought this doesn't make any sense, but it's yes. amazing. It uh, I, I loved it. That's what makes, that's one of the things that makes St. Jude special to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for you, I'm curious, what, what is it to you that makes St. Jude special? 
for me is the people. Well, the mm. food, but also the people. <laughs> I mean, the St. Jude is like a community I had never experienced in my life, either before or after St. Jude. Now living here in the United States, like the people that are St. Jude are so caring. The doctors there, they just and, and they just don't care about whether you have money or not, where you're coming from, what 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 do you what do you believe, what do you profess? Nothing like that. The only thing that they're there for is for your well-being. And that's what makes St. Jude so special. And that is what it means so much to me. Uh, as well as you, what, what you have touched already on how the treatment is being shared worldwide. So that means that more kids, now kids don't have to travel from the Dominican Republic here to, to Memphis, Tennessee to get the treatment that they need because now St. Jude is advancing in helping other hospitals to mm. get to where St. Jude is at so kids can be treated there locally. So that's what makes St. Jude special to me. I mean, I still have relationships with my with my doctors. I reach out to them, and every year on the anniversary of the surgery that saved my life, I reach out to them and say thank you. So it is, it is, yeah, it wow, is. A that's a, that's incredible. What what is? Uh, I'm gonna take a second and what what is it like to be able to be sort of colleagues of of these folks that that you know perform that surgery and and to be able to see them around what what is what is that experience like yeah and so for for folks in the community that haven't caught up yet uh not only i'm a former patient but now i work for for st jude uh raising money and awareness and so these uh what ben is saying my colleagues now yes it is it is tremendous because i i, I get pleasure from looking at families that are going to treatment and then they come back like a year later, five years later, and their, their hair is back. And I'm very happy because I was able to contribute to that. But on top of that, I'm a former patient. So I know that that same feeling is going through the hearts of the people that took care of me. And the fact that I see them as I walk to the cafeteria and get to talk to them, they just look at me and say, Miguel, I'm so proud of you. I look back at them and I say, thank you. I'm so proud of you for the amazing work that you did to save my life. And it's a feeling, a connection that you cannot really explain, but I'm so grateful for that. That is, that is just, that is so incredible. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I, I did jump ahead a little bit, uh, but I was just so, I was enamored by that, that reality. You, you, as you mentioned, you work for ALSAC, the fundraising and awareness organization for St. Jude. And actually, mm -hmm. I believe we met previously. Uh, yeah. Once of yes, you gave, gave us a tour. Yeah. So yeah, not only that, but. I remember we also took a picture. You probably don't remember this, but it was at the zoo. And my brother was with me because he's so into destiny. He's the only game he plays. <laughs> and as that was as that was happening, there was somebody in the karaoke machine singing Uptown Funky using his Kermit <laughs> voice. I can't remember who it was, but it was a great time. So yeah, totally remember. <laughs> that is that is amazing. I do remember Uptown Funk with uh, Kermit voice. That does yeah. <laughs> ring a bell. <laughs> Um, so, so, but you, we touched on it a little bit with you being able to, you know, be colleagues now, you know, working alongside these doctors, what, um, and you've, you've already touched on it every time you spoke because you, you are experiencing the, the continued commitment, you know, mm -hmm. so you're experiencing the continued commitment of St. Jude to every patient. Mm -hmm. Um, what is it like? for you being part of that continuing mission for St. Jude on the fundraising side of things? It, it gives a completely different meaning to what I do on, on a daily basis because I, I know that what I'm doing actually has meaning as being a recipient of the hope 
at Sanju for the mission at the mission of Sanju. I know that the money that I'm raising is not going to somebody's pocket to make them rich. This is straight up going to the families and to the research that is saving thousands of lives worldwide. Like the number of kids that are going to be diagnosed with cancer every year is staggering. And so we need to do something about it. Is right now we are celebrating like uh, Survival's Day. It was actually last weekend. And, and now it, it has a deep meaning to be a survivor. And also a reminder of we have to do more for the kids that are coming after us, that we have to find a cure for them, that they also need an opportunity to live. Because I was like anyone in the community right now, everyone in chat, I was one of them. I'm still are, but cancer just show up all of a sudden. There was no cancer in my family, just show up. And so for me, being able to be on the other side, it means so much to be able to give back and to do something so that those cures can be funded and those cures can also be given to the people that need it. That, that is amazing. Yeah, the, the, gra- the gravity of, of being able to go back and to give back is mm-hmm. it's every, everything that you have just been telling me about your story just puts a smile on my face because there's this, this reciprocation of, of like you know, St. Jude's mission affecting you and now you're having the same effect in this 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 like beautiful causative cycle in there. It's it's wonderful. It's yeah. blowing my mind. Um, yes, and, and I think you just said it so well. It's this continuous cycle of just giving thanks and giving and receiving and giving and receiving. I, I think that encapsulates very well what's happened because it's not only me, but we have so many other cancer survivors that are also working for St. Jude, and we have this deep gratitude inside mm. of us that we know that we want to go back and be part of that care team that took care of that took care of us, so we can yeah. take care of others. And that's an amazing blessing, an amazing feeling. It it has got to be um, mm-hmm. to <laughs> to change gears uh, very quickly. <laughs> um, since we're going to talk about video games, uh, I've heard <laughs> I've heard uh, around that you have been uh, into gaming for a long time. Um, was that part of your treatment while you were at St. Jude? And then I have a ton of gaming follow-up questions. Oh, yeah. Um, the first game that I ever played uh, growing up, I think it was five, was uh, Super Mario for the NES. Nice. Uh, for the NES, yeah. And uh, since then, I've been hooked. Um, and and for me, it was a, a big part of, of my treatment at St. Jude. Mm. And the story that I always like to tell people is, I, I got this game and I started playing it. And I was playing in one of the common areas and one of the housing facilities for St. Jude. And then kids will come from all around and they would just sit down next to me just to see me play. And this is back in 2011. And there was one kid who didn't speak English, but then he started learning English so that he can speak to the rest of us and, and mm. participate and be part of the game. So I always think gaming as a wonderful community that get people together. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what your diagnosis is. You always can get down to, hey, let's beat this boss. Let's go down to that dungeon and let's beat this game. And it's a great sense of community. So I love it. The, the, deep, the deep dive into <laughs> that's, I mean, you're right, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we, you know, we don't have to talk to shoot at the bad guys. Like, we can, you know, like, we can go finish this raid together, even if we're, we're you know, in, incapable of, of speaking. That's, mm-hmm. it really does transcend language like that. Uh, so, so what is it right now? Like, what are you playing currently? Um, and what is your all-time favorite game? Yeah, so what I'm playing right now is Pokemon Go. Uh, believe it or not, I, I moved to Michigan just for the summer. Uh, my, mm-hmm. my now wife, because I just got married, 
Congratulations. Uh, my now wife, she's doing an internship because she's going into healthcare. And so we're here. And mm. I just got, I, we moved to this place that has two gyms, two Pokemon gyms in Pakistan right next to us. And so like for my living room, I'm able to battle. And so that's, that's what I've been doing. Playing some Pokemon uh, Go. But if you know me, my old time game, favorite game is the Legend of Zelda series. Like, hands down. Yeah. I love, I'm a big fan of Legend of Zelda. I'm uh, a link to the past is like probably up there on my favorites list. Mm-hmm. Um, and list. then, Ooh, okay. So I'm going to ask you this question. Did you ever 100% Majora's mask? I did not. It oh, was good. So it's so hard. stressful. <laughs> oh the, man. The, the, the daytime mechanic just throws me off every time. How every. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, you know, I had some friends that did that. And then I was always jealous of their achievement. <laughs> it was yeah. like, how, how did you ever, uh, yeah, that's good old Majora's yeah. Mask. Yeah. Till this day, I watch people hundred speed run 100% Majora's Mask. And it's one of the, of the most fun you'll have. Oh yeah. It is a, it is an excellent <laughs> speed run. Um, yeah. so what is it that you would like to say to the folks watching at home right now, uh, you know, watching the GCX marathon, what would you like to say to the gaming community that's rallied behind St. Jude? Thank you. Thank you guys. Because it's because of donations and the time and the awareness that you bring in to St. Jude is that I'm, that I'm here today and that many, many, many other folks will have an opportunity, a shot in life to be whatever they want, whatever they decide to do an opportunity to play video games after treatment. And kids, people with cancer, right, just like you and I, they just having a, they were just having a good time at some point and then cancer show up. And so we are doing a great thing by contributing to that, to this mission of St. Jude, that is bringing hope to the family that needed the most. And even though St. Jude might be in one place, we are sending all the research that we're doing in finding cures and curing kids to all, to all hospitals around the world, around the world. So it's a, it's a wonderful mission to be part of. So thank you very much. Wow. Well, I am, that made me very happy. So I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure everyone watching uh, is feeling the same way. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're watching right now on the charity marathon, uh, you know, these are, these are the moments, this is the, these are the kind of things that, that you empower, that you enable um, everything that you've seen, everything that, that you've heard about today. Uh, so, you know, I want to say thank you from us, the gaming community to St. Jude for, you know, believing in us and believing that, that we represented part of your, you know, the future of St. Jude and, and something that's valuable for you all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I want to thank you for giving your time to come talk with us today. And uh, if you're watching at home, make sure you click the donate button and uh, help support the incredible mission at St. Jude. Yes, donate and thank you very much.